0: Is that a teaser?
1: Nah, it's not really that exciting. It's, it's like you want to do this, we'll give you a couple hundred bucks. I'm like, meh. And then I did it. What are you gonna do? Not everything there's a good idea. So, here's I meant headline. I meant
0: is the teaser that the TikTok cinnamon run bun hack is salt.
1: Hmm. It would it would do well with salt. Why don't we come up with like a tic- Why don't we come up with like old people TikTok? um cooking hats for old people like us
0: and young people like addy how are you doing yes
2: i'm good i literally am just going to confess right now that i got so distracted during that i have no idea what you guys are talking about because my boyfriend just texted me that i left my toothbrush in his apartment so i think i can live i just remembered i have a just a regular backup toothbrush here so I, get, I feel like that's the old person complaint right there. I don't have my fucking electric toothbrush. You don't keep a Crystal, toothbrush you, at his are place? are you an
0: electric or manual?
2: Okay, he lives four blocks from me, and I'm obsessed with my electric toothbrush, so I just tote it back and forth <laughs> whenever I go
1: between our houses. You could get a second electric electric toothbrush, like a travel one. I could. You could.
2: That would solve all your problems. I had a quip, and I... Um, upgraded to like a what is it, like an oral B, and I feel like the Quip has nothing on it. I can never go back.
0: Bullets Pod, brought to you by Quip. Quip, the brought electric to toothbrush. <laughs> I don't
2: know what Quip I is. I'm Jesse Spector joined
0: by Eddie Baird, Allison Robertelli, and Crystal O'Keefe. How you doing? It's a going. Quip toothbrush. What is a toothbrush. Quip toothbrush?
1: Is it like some like bullshit like disrupting toothbrush or is it just like a fucking toothbrush i've gripping. only
0: heard of it through a podcast advertisement
1: oh okay so uh, is it special
0: it's electric
3: lookie, lookie, lookie.
1: <laughs> no it's not okay then so anyway so there's nothing special about this toothbrush addy get a second toothbrush
2: yeah At i your mean i house. should I know I really should. He also really wants me to get a second I have this like eye mask that I sleep with that's like full blackout, no light in, I can't sleep without it. I'm addicted. And I do the same thing. I tote it back and forth between. Oh my god, get two eye masks. Get two eye masks. Yeah,
0: that's that's an easy one. Yeah, no,
2: and he literally is like, You have to because I have like a freak out and I I can't sleep if I forget it. It's so (laughs) stressful. And recently, actually. I realized I forgot. You know what? It's such a stupid story. I'm sorry, everyone. No, I no, forgot I wanna, the eye mask.
1: I love I these stories. My,
2: as okay, a, so I was at his house. Again, I live four blocks away, so it's not that big of a deal. But I came back because I realized I forgot my eye mask. And what I didn't realize is I had forgotten my toothbrush at my house. So I'm really on top of things lately. <laughs> as a
1: newly 42-year-old woman... I love hearing you. Thank you. Thank you. It was like the best birthday. I had ribs and candy in this, like oh, I also had a a Danish. I, it's just like, that's what it like. Andy picked me up and um, we just drove like outside of Baltimore. Like Baltimore is a weird thing because you're in the fucking city and then you get in the car and like, 10 minutes there's people with horses like just there's big ass fields of like fancy pants horses like racetrack horses or there's like boats or there's like like woods and stuff like you're in some whole other fucking world when you're like 10 minutes outside of baltimore and you could just drive to nowhere in particular and eventually find ribs um so that that was that was my birthday it was pretty fucking excellent so anyway as a newly 42 woman i love listening to all the little problems that Addie has <laughs> it's like i could see i could hear like myself at 20 <coughs> it's like a very interdimensional time and space thing and i'm like, Go yeah, these the are like oh alice you don't need to worry about that just get a second toothbrush I know, you're
2: so right. You're so right. Alicida, I'm sorry to do this. This is inevitably someone's going to hate this question, but are you a Leo?
1: Yes! Yes! Me too! Look at us. That makes sense. I don't believe in in, uh, astrology at all because just the very conceit of it is total fucking bullshit. But (laughs) I had an amazing thought, while hi, a couple of days ago that I think I need to run past you. All right, so the idea is... Of, like, the stars, you know, having some kind of impact on, like, my personality. Just even, even if, by, like, if we were going by the stakes of magic, that's still a little far-fetched. I think we could agree on that. But if this is all a simulation, what if the stars are particular points of data that create some sort of... Disturbances or repetition in different parts of the simulation. What if that's, that's it?
0: Abs- that's an absolutely God. reasonable theory. Bucky especially if you Allison, consider white holes as a portal mm-hmm. to other possible se- segments of the multiverse. Exactly. If we and we're the all idea data- that we are all, and yeah, I mean, if, if you're going by the idea that maybe we're all a holographic projection on the rim of the universe. And that's why the cosmic microwave background exists. That Mm -hmm. is a possible theory. Then yes, what you're saying makes sense. and, And the stars and the constellations could be possible data points. It is ridiculous to think that there are somehow magically 12 of them.
1: Well, no, there's more. There's more. Those are just the 12 we know about.
0: Exactly.
1: And guys... I feel like this is a huge moment for the podcast because we might be the only podcast uh, in the world or the universe that has solved astrology like, or figured out I, fucking all of it. That was me. I we just wanted to do that. Under seven minutes.
0: <laughs> how can we use this for the Mets benefit is is my question.
2: That, that, wait, I, can I'm we run the star know, charts of the podcast. New York Mets? Okay, I literally did that a few years ago. I actually went on a different podcast about it. I did it in for the like twenty, probably twenty seventeen Mets. Um, but I need to know something. I'm sorry before we move forward with this conversation. Um, so, sorry, something is playing. Okay, sorry, the Mets game just started playing the sound. Um,
3: Jesse and Crystal, what are your signs? I'm a Gemini. I actually oh. share a birthday with Jacob Degrom.
1: Ooh,
2: as I'm does Colleen. You're an Aries. Wow, a lot of fire around these parts. That explains a lot. I share I a birthday love- with
0: Chris Sale.
2: Wow. I do love that Jacob Degrom is a Gemini. I think it explains a lot about him. Which maybe this is our way to the, the you know alleged topic of this podcast. <laughs> Jacob Degrom pitches for the Mets again.
0: He sure does. And they degromed him. <laughs> <laughs> he did sure. get a run, so not going by the official stat. Which I'm, I'm going. I to, guess it's fair. <laughs> I'm going to update the stat when he finally gets one, which I imagine will be his next freaking start. He'll go yeah, six scoreless against Atlanta. Um, we we can. we this will come out after the Atlanta series. It's obviously a huge five game series. Um, the
2: Mets swept him.
0: Yeah, obviously. So <laughs> we will be celebrating that in the next episode. But for now, we haven't talked yet about like the trade deadline and and whatnot. And and we do need to look up Dan Vo- Daniel Vogelbach's uh, star chart um, to see if he and Pete Alonzo, the Beef Brothers, are uh, are meant to be if they are compatible together forever. Well, together
3: forever. Day, I'm halfway
2: together. to the answer of that. Stand by. Oh, this is so fantastic! So you need to get
0: like a little uh, stars like sound effect to play for astrology talk.
2: I know. I, are we going to okay, make astrology talk
1: a regular thing? Oh I, my think gosh. I, have, I think there's a lot of mysteries of space and time that I could solve on this podcast. Yeah, I let's do it. it. <laughs> and look, we just are about to prove astrology
2: real because not only are uh, Pete Alonso and Daniel Vogelbach, both Sagittariuses. Their birthdays are only ten days apart. Pete Alonso is December seventh, and Daniel Vogelbach is December seventeenth. These are true brothers in beef.
1: Yes, <laughs> brothers in beef. <laughs> okay.
0: They are. They went back to back in the. Back to back, and a beefy to beefy in the uh, <laughs> in the first game of this series, and it was beautiful. Beefy to beefy, and I think like Daniel Vogelback immediately became like not only you know I think everybody's one of everybody's favorite players, but certainly my kids, because um, kids more than anything else love a grand slam.
1: Oh. Like anytime
0: the bases are loaded. And to have one in the four o'clock game that they actually got to see happen live. Um, like they're going to love Aaron judge forever because we saw him hit the one at Yankee stadium in the eighth inning on the Friday night game. That was already like, you're getting to stay up on a Friday night and go to the stadium. Now Daniel Vogelback back with the, uh, the immediate impact um it's wonderful to see, and and I love finding out that like somebody who's like kind of already an internet cult hero, like gets to your team, and is that cool of a guy? Like immediately, like everybody loves him, and it's awesome.
3: Overnight beloved, that yeah. I also find it funny that I wrote about both of them today, and they're hot bods. I mean, you made this happen.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: This
1: means movie- I-, <laughs> I want a sound effect for hot bods. That'll bugs? be a different right, well, next nice. week too. Do we have a, cool, weird, like, a whiteboard for this? Hot bods sound effect.
0: Astrology talk. Okay, um, I have not yet had a chance to edit that piece from Crystal, but by the time you're hearing this, it's up on the website. So I will link to it in the and I will write down a uh, link. This is good stuff. This is paperwork. I'm writing things down with a pen. Uh, well, Whoa, this I'm say, I'm sure no
2: professional. <laughs> Um, I mean, brothers and beef. I don't know. Yeah, brothers in beef. Um, I will say, I so I went to the Tuesday night game where Jacob Degrom started. Um, mm-hmm. It was, I mean, the bottom of the first inning was like ecstasy. Like I almost cried. It was like I had the full body chills. It was bliss. But even then. I could sense. And the first Nats home run, I, um, I turned to my partner and I was like, I can't even be mad. Like, this is exactly what I expect when Jacob deGrom starts for the Mets. And then the immediate home run on the next pitch, I turned to him and I was like, okay, now I'm mad. <laughs> like, that was just painful. But I said to him also in that game, I really just need to see Daniel Vogelbach put his entire enormous self into like the biggest home run you've ever seen. Like a spiritually for my soul, I need it. And I was at the grocery store during the Wednesday game and I got the like MLB alert that was like grand slam for Danny. And I was like, all right, well... <laughs> This is why you can't look away from these vets. There is something like joyful, magical happening at any given moment, even when they're messing.
0: Even when they're messing.
1: Even when they're messing.
0: Well, hot bods. We we were on hot bods, um, and we should also thank Colleen for you know giving us the gift of GIF with with James McCann. Um, our, our dear, beloved Colleen, who we will coax back onto the show at some point when she's ready. Um, but gave us the, the, like, here's James McCann in your house. It's what I've
3: been missing. Another hot bod. He's a little too buff, but I can deal with it.
0: Mm. A little too buff.
3: I, I just wrote a whole thing about dad bods. Okay, let's talk about it. So, I mean, it's it's just talking about, you know, how I prefer little meaty athletes. Mm-hmm. We've got, you know, Daniel Vogelbach, perfect example. All I can think about are like the cutoff romper type thing he was wearing um, in Minnesota. You know, and P. Alonzo linked the video of hey, his. Somebody
1: shirt sent me a picture of this off. man
0: in a romper. I will put it in the chat. Hang yes. On.
1: I need mean this immediately. It's, it's I feel lovely. like I, I, I don't think about men in romp- rompers a lot, and I feel like it's either the worst thing ever or the most exhilarating thing I might possibly experience this week. Because there's no, like, marginal rompers when it comes to men. You're not like, oh, that's a cert- gentleman in a perfectly fine romper. It's, like, all in or all out. Hmm. It's taking you a while to load for some reason. Simulation doesn't want me to see this romper too quickly.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a big you. man. It takes You're a big so man, man to make a big wear a big romper and a big uh, big JPEG.
3: I can't be mad at it.
1: I What to <laughs> say about this? Honestly, what's what's getting me is the little like uh, American flag uh, handkerchief in the pocket there also it yeah, looks
0: like you don't, you don't see a lot of rompers with a pocket square
1: yeah also I'm not zooming in on this those all look like dicks the print it looks like a bunch of red white and blue dicks are they dicks
3: no they what are they though those are dicks are they Are
0: you... it, it looks like a Mickey Mouse thing almost
3: where you would think that's a dick and one one of them
1: oh i think that is a mickey mouse thing and it just got really unfortunate oh
3: no that can't be mickey no yeah
1: it's mickey or a dick no i think that's mickey mouse holy shit no
3: i do think it's mickey oh god is it
1: mickey mouse or a dick that's the game i played.
2: Mickey I do Mouse think it's Dick. Mickey, but it's like, it just like pulled weirdly in some areas because of the stitching. That makes me, um and I think it's because the, the stripes are the same color as the
1: romper.
3: Yeah, it messes it up.
1: I don't like it when dudes it's like don't have like an
3: illusion.
1: I don't like it when dudes don't have sleeves <laughs> in any, anything, like the ones where they're cut off at the sides or the full tank. I don't like it. I don't know why I had to say that, but I did. It really bothers me. Because one time my kid wanted a sleeveless shirt, and I can't tell him, like, no, just because your mom has a thing about it, but I don't like the way it looks. It's like the same way I feel about turtlenecks. You know? just, I just don't, don't like, like you it. dude wear sleeves. Any kind of sleeve. Even a little cap sleeve. I'll take that. Just all sleeves. Wait, so
2: do you also think men should have be allowed to wear turtlenecks?
1: No, I don't think anybody should be allowed to wear turtlenecks. I think the I number. No, really. I feel wow. like such a. Turtlenecks
0: sp- are sexy.
1: There's a, such I a agree. small percentage of people who can truly pull off a turtleneck. The people who can pull it I off, like- pull it off spectacularly, but everybody else just looks really bad. So I feel like if Honestly, you just need a blanket outlaw, it, you know?
2: Like, really hot people wear turtlenecks so well that it makes all the rest of us think turtlenecks are good. (laughs) It's It's like like you can... A
1: turtleneck either makes you look super hot or reveals how fucking hideously unattractive you are. So why risk it? Like, just don't buy a turtleneck.
0: I'll tell, have- I'll tell you though, if you're dealing, if you know that you're a hot person, the turtleneck sweater vest combo uh, in the wintertime, I thank you for your service to, um, yeah.
3: I am so sad that I've never seen this Mariners clubhouse picture of him as a Chippendale.
0: Yes. Uh, Daniel Vogelbeck, when a Mariners rookie, uh, their rookie hazing, thing and thank goodness they don't do this anymore um they have more actual team building than hazing um but yes daniel fogleback made to dress as chris farley in the chippendale sketch from snl um and
1: that was a perfect sketch
0: it was Mm -hmm. it was rest in peace patrick swayze
3: and chris i've never seen that sketch You gotta watch
1: it now. You know, I have a great story, but I'm gonna hold it for another episode because I feel like it's not something we could shoehorn into like 19 minutes in. I feel like it might be a multi episode uh, story. Wait, you don't want to give us the
2: start in this one then if it's a multi episode story anyway?
1: No, No, I can hold on this one. Let me think of something better. You guys keep talking about the show. It was, no, well. It involves, uh, like, a hot tub. <laughs> I didn't even realize, you know, I didn't even smoke. A hot tub
0: time machine? No, oh, my <laughs> well, God, I okay.
1: wish. No. Uh, it involves Patrick Sweezy and a hot simulation. tub. But I think we need to talk about how they're remaking Roadhouse all of a sudden. <laughs> did anybody hear about I that? I
0: did. No. This is news to me.
1: They're remaking it's Roadhouse. New. Jake
0: Gyllenhaal? Film industry insider, Alison Robichelli, breaking news. (laughs) They are remaking Roadhouse.
1: I feel like I don't even need to fucking say shit about this. I feel like this is one of those things that's big enough. You don't even need commentary. You're just like, you know, like staring, staring vacantly into the void. Like we're at this part of the end of the days. I mean,
0: I'd like to know who is involved in this.
1: I
3: think it's Jake Gyllenhaal. What is this?
1: Yeah. There's certain things. It's like remaking Gone with the Wind or Citizen Kane. You don't fucking touch Roadhouse. Mm. Okay. Jake Roadhouse. God, really have some goddamn respect for the dead, too. Patrick Sweezy is dead. <laughs> they should, re- they should remake fingers. Citizen
0: Kane and have Rosebud be about uh, his skateboard and it's Tony Hawk.
3: Ooh, I'd watch that.
1: Yeah, actually, that's what we need. That's absolutely, let's pitch that. Let's write that. Put that on the list next to my hot button.
0: Citizen Kane, <laughs> starring Tony <laughs> Hawk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fuggy <laughs> hell, <laughs> guys! <laughs> I'm like, what?
2: I was just gonna say, we can then, and whatever you're about to say is probably gonna be perfect. We had like two episodes where we really like talked about baseball. <laughs>
1: Balancing. <laughs> I let you guys talk all sorts about baseball and stuff, guys. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. My kids just won't <laughs> fucking listen to me. I had to tell them to like load the dishwasher like six times today. I'm so fucking tired. I-
0: I am well, like- finally almost done dog-sitting for my neighbors, and this dog has, um, like, she's either, if, if she's not left in her crate, if you, like, I've, I've gone upstairs to, like, brush my teeth and come back, and she's pooped in the house. Like, I, it's, it's just mind torture. Like, I sent you guys a picture from before, it's...
1: That dog has a crush on you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've been like this dog's emotional support person for the last few weeks. And it's, it's, it's just, I already have kids (laughs) and a dog and a cat. This is just, I, Ah. yeah.
1: Speaking of kids, there's a
3: clarinet coming to my house next week because oh. my oldest has joined band.
1: That's a proper oh. instrument. Not like the recorder. Like, why did they make everybody play the recorder and then there was like no professional recorder? Fourth grade.
3: What was the need for hot cross buns, really?
1: Like We all learned it. Okay, Yep. I have no problem with the hot cross buns, but they could have taught it to everyone on a clarinet or like a keyboard or something that's like a real instrument. The recorder only takes you so far.
0: I did get to learn how to play when the saints go marching in on the trumpet.
1: Yeah. Give everybody a little.
0: Like, period.
1: if if we're not going to do that, because I know that instruments are expensive and difficult, why don't we legitimize the recorder? I think that's actually an easier thing to do. Like,
2: Allison, you, have, you are just, like, coming with absolute, like, mind-blowing galaxy brain ideas today. Like, it is so true. Like, that is actually the next social justice movement. It's normalizing, professionalizing
1: the recorder.
0: This the problem is... is that it sucks.
1: Well, yeah. Because we <laughs> That's a think it sucks.
0: Here's, here's this piece of PVC pipe, basically. Yeah. I know that you can get fancier <laughs> recorders, but, like, blow into this thing and hold... Like, you could make one in... Dude. 10 minutes with a Dude. drill. And
2: that's why it's the perfect instrument for the masses, Jesse. Everyone should have. It's
0: a- like a bong. You can make one out of anything.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it like sounds romantic. like shit. It's like, well, that's because your ears, you've trained your ears to think that they sound like shit, but like, would you say that a didgeridoo isn't beautiful? It's foreign and. Would you
2: say that a didgeridoo isn't beautiful, Jesse? Yeah,
0: no, I would not say that.
1: Yes, but that's a that's a because foreign noise to you. If you learn to, or what is about a the fu- Peruvian pan flute? What about a pan flute? Yeah.
0: I'm not familiar with the sound of it's, the Peruvian. Is, pan. No, no, I will say
1: you have been on I a subway. Like you food. know the pan flute.
0: All right, but I'm saying the didgeridoo is a foreign noise to me, and I don't detest it the way that you know i feel like the recorder is garbage
1: i feel like if we had better recorder music or better recorder artists um it would it would get to a point we would we would elevate what we know to do with recorders and then what about electric recorders you know like think about that does that exist yeah i didn't
3: know those even existed
1: it absolutely has to And then you could even just take your recorder, I guess, and like plug it through like a guitar pedal and do some fucked up shit. We could have awesome, like, I mean, every kid could have a recorder that meant something,
0: you know? What if the thing that sounds the best on recorder is the collected works of Nickelback? (laughs)
3: Like, and It's easy because every song is the exact same. Yeah.
1: I'm going to say I like Nickelback. Um, solely because I enjoy the contrarian stance. Also, because... All right, so the guy, Ch- Chad Kroger, that's his name, right? He's apparently like a total fucking cunt. He also has a gigantic penis, like a massive, massive, legendarily fucking giant penis. Well, congratulations have, to
0: Admiral Levine.
1: Yes, if you have the type of penis Chad Kroger has... And you are literally a rock star. You should be like the king of the fucking world. And yet somehow Chad Kroger is not. Nobody nobody likes Chad Kroger. Like, look, you're selling out giant stadiums and you have a giant penis. We should be worshiping you as a god. But nobody does that. And it's not because we're jealous of his What penis. about,
0: oh, just, aren't the sucks. people selling out the giant stadiums? worshiping him and giving him the adulation yeah, like but, he's, uh,
1: but in a grander he's going spell. to bed
0: every night on a pile of money but, with his giant penis and his hot life he's like, not
1: like somebody like paul mccartney or something that knows that he's like universally beloved
0: like he doesn't want to be that he's canadian it would be too much for him i
1: think it eats at him i think it eats at him that like he has these crowds and stuff but like nobody nobody uh like, there's people out there who just make him a joke. Make his, you know. Anybody could be the joke. Literally anybody from any band could be the joke. So, Chad Kroger can't really enjoy his giant penis and start him to the fullest.
0: Oh, Chad Kroger gets to be the joke, I will say. Scott Stapp fucking doesn't.
1: Scott Stapp, what the. I don't understand how that band had a career. <laughs> still? Still asking. Are
0: you familiar with Scott Stapp's Marlin song, by the way? I. I, I need to not? share this. And oh, there's give a, a baseball a angle. Oh, yeah.
1: Way to bring oh, it. No. Okay, so
0: let's talk about this. Scott, Scott Stapp did a song called Marlins Will Soar. Ooh, I will. you sing uh, us some? No.
2: I just want to confess that I just, I just know it exists to and Google Google I've heard it. Scott Stapp.
1: Oh, my God. Abby's like 26. That's a one well, nice of those moments where we're like, oh, Addie doesn't know a thing about Creed, or she is another person. <laughs> I don't know anything. Creed I will kidding. put
0: exactly exactly Good. you don't know a thing about Creed you do know about Creed. Nickelback I
2: do know about Chad Nickelback. Kroger yeah. wins
0: Scott yeah. Stapp loses you think Chad Kroger's the joke but he is he he lives on he will like the joke that is Nickelback and Chad Kroger's career like the image that you have of Chad Kroger when he's an old man will still be Nickelback dude like, swinging his huge dick around.
1: But nobody looks at Chad Kroger and talks about his giant penis. They just talk about how much he sucks. Like, well, if you maybe, have a giant penis... about his giant penis. Maybe
0: this is what the the, pop, the purpose of this show is, is to spread the word about Chad like Kroger's Tommy giant Lee. penis.
1: When Tommy Lee, people look at him, they know about his dick. You know? Um, Huey Lewis. Do you think, I think I maybe about-
0: in Can- Well, like, in Canada, maybe, is Chad Kroger known maybe there, and should he put out a sex tape? No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just blanket no. Um have I talked about Huey Lewis's penis on this podcast cuz I know I've no. spoken about it I don't on you have.
0: I would certainly know if you had.
1: I was on the, the the official like Back to the Future podcast. Like if you're if you like podcasts, go look that one up. I did an episode of the Back to the Future podcast and I talked about Huey Lewis's penis for at least 5 minutes. I want to say um
0: that's the, the power, power of love.
1: It is the power of love. Once, it, once you know, once you get into, like, the zone, talking about Huey Lewis's penis, it could be, like, five seconds or five hours. You just don't know. But anyway, yes. this man purportedly has, like, one of the biggest penises in the history of rock and roll. Like, things that people said they are, like, borderline unnatural, much as they say about Liam Neeson's and uh, Willem Dafoe's penises. So um, I'm
2: obsessed with how like you've got like a library of this just I, like readily available
1: because I don't like I like it when the guy you don't expect has a giant penis you know like <laughs> if you were gonna talk yeah. about people who had giant penises in the '80s you know nobody says Axl Rose or John Bon Jovi it was Huey fucking Lewis Huey Lewis the power of love this is it heart of <laughs> nobody saw that coming but Huey Lewis seems like a guy that's just like humble enough and like happy enough to be there that like he'd never tell you about his penis but like if you knew you knew you know
0: all right so there there's there and in lies what I was gonna get at here which is I don't think Huey Lewis was going to do this because he's too he's not that guy yeah but if you were going to call something, the news, would it be the dick, the balls, or the entire package?
1: Huh. Did the guys in the band know that now I'm thinking the news is his dick?
0: Definitely I think the guys in the band surely knew that he had a big dick. It's rock and roll. You have to. Somebody did coke off of that dick.
1: God, I would love to do coke off Huey Lewis's dick. Like, that would be such a good story. I would love to be able to say I did that. <laughs> Fucking hell. I was, like, just- I was just a baby in the 80s. I was, like, four when he was, like, popular. It would have been way too young to do cocaine off a guy's dick. I was born too late. Anyway, that's Willett's pen for this week.
2: I wanted to round us out with a brief just, you know, pop around game, which is everyone please look at this moment that just happened in the Mets game where Taiwan Walker <laughs> realizes something and I would love to know everyone's guess for what what Ty is realizing in this moment.
3: He just found out how big of a dick Huey Lewis and Chad Cogger <laughs> <Parker> have.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, his dick was the news.
2: All right. This is is him hearing Allison explain how actually astrology makes sense if we're all in a (laughs) simulation. And it's just places where we've discovered there's a little batch.
1: (laughs) Changing lives. This podcast changes lives.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Bullet Spot has been brought to you by Quip Toothbrushes, Quip Toothbrushes, <laughs> the toothbrushes with the big fucking Q, what? like Tyler Naquin and Dennis Leary, and are buddy Good
1: work everybody. I gotta go look up these toothbrushes now. I'm in
0: truth. Uh, I'm Jesse. Uh, <laughs> I'm Addie. Yeah. That was me. That's Allie. Addie. (laughs) Allison. Addison and Allie combined are Allie. And Crystal was here, too. You guys should also say goodbye, because I'm dope. (laughs) Good
1: night, ladies and gentlemen. Goodbye,
3: and
0: bye Quip. Quip. Quip.